How do you get your partner or spouse to buy into your business and your plans for it? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out more about me and my business and how I might be able to help you over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're having a very familiar conversation to a lot of entrepreneurs. How do you get your spouse or partner to buy into the life and business you want for yourself? The leaving the nine to five, going out on your own, sort of creating an own, your own business, it can be really scary for the people in your immediate vicinity, particularly spouses. It's easy to get you to dare greatly, and maybe it wasn't that easy to get you to dare greatly, but it's an additional challenge to get a partner or spouse to see the world the way you want them to see it. It's a hard conversation, but you can't just skip it. Today's listener finds herself on both sides of the equation. So let's dive into her question and I'll find you on the other side. Here goes. Heather, how do you get your spouse to buy into investments for your business? I see your success. I see what you have accomplished and I wonder how you got your husband to buy in. I've been building my business DIY style for close to six months. I have a small social media following and have made back all of the money I have spent with just a little profit. I know there's a lot I don't know. I know too that I can't learn everything from Google. I want to invest in a coaching program that will teach me the missing part of my business, but I don't have my husband's support. He says he supports me, but he's not willing to lose money from the deal. He thinks I'm just impatient, that I can't fast track things, and I just need to be prepared to put in the hard time now. I think there's an easier way. I think other people have figured out how to make it easier. I want to learn their methods. You push action taking, Heather, and I have taken action on things. I have learned. I feel like I have proven that I'm committed, that this isn't a hobby and that I can make a better living for us. I want his buy-in so badly. My mom has offered to purchase a training program for me, but I'm not sure that really solves all of the problem. I still need my husband to have my back, don't I? What does your therapist brain say? <laughs> Nobody asks me for my therapist brain anymore. Can I just buy something with my mom's support and leave my husband behind? I feel caught between a rock and a hard place here. Any ideas for getting unstuck? Okay, first of all, I want you to just kind of take a deep breath and and just settle into this conversation a little bit because this is a tough conversation and I don't think I approach it the way a lot of entrepreneurs um, might tell you to do it. Because here's the thing, I think, and to, to sort of be boldly daring and maybe a little insulting, I think your spouse has a point. And I think that one of the things that comes up for entrepreneurs and people who want to own their own businesses is we get entirely too entitled by ourselves, our dreams, and what we want to have accomplished. And we expect our spouses to immediately jump on the bandwagon and have buy-in. I've been on both sides of the equation. You asked me about my husband and our relationship and how we have these hard conversations. And I'm going to share some of that with you in today's show um, because I've been in the place where I've gotten absolutely 
absolute yes, like press spend, like you need this investment. And I've also been in a place where he said, no, like no more spending, like we got to do with what we have, right? So I'm going to share both sides of that. But what I think entrepreneurs miss in this conversation is where we need to start with the conversation to recognize that we might be scared as entrepreneurs. We may be hesitant. We may not know what's coming next. We may be unsure, shy, doubtful, whatever you want to call it, fill in the blank with whatever nervous energy, you know, descriptor you might. But for us on the other side of that nerve, on the other side of that worry, on the other side of that anxiety is this picture perfect life where we happily go off into the sunset with our family, right? For your spouse, there is no happy on the other side because it's not his dream. It's not his goal. It's not his plan. So of course he's going to be hesitant. And the idea that we don't somehow normalize that, um, and you've heard me maybe, hopefully you've heard me talk about this on other episodes of the show because spousal support is certainly a a topic that's come up from listeners before. But I think we get entirely too entitled by the idea that our spouses get to have an opinion, get to raise an objection, and we are responsible for having the hard conversation back, for having answers, making a plan, and coming to a place of compromise. That being said, (laughs) I'm going to tell you that I think you should take your mom's offer and I think you should accept her investment in you and your business. But like you said, you can't do this and leave your husband behind. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to suggest that you accept your mother's offer so that you have the peace of mind. You have an you have an into your business. You have a way of learning the skills that you haven't learned. You have an answer to all of your questions. Your need has gotten met, which makes you more emotionally available to meet his needs, to answer his concerns. Now, If he's just worried about the investment and the debt and you solve that problem effectively by getting your mom to invest in you, um, I think that solves part of the problem. But it doesn't solve the whole problem because it's as you said, as you do this, as you learn new things, as you put yourself outside your comfort zone, you need to know where your husband stands. You need to know that he wants you to grow, that he wants you to succeed, and that he understands the way business works that this isn't going to be your last investment, that you are going to need to invest in the business again in a different way. It might mean through software. It might mean through hiring a virtual assistant or through investing in paid advertising or something like that. But getting your husband on board should hopefully be easier for you now that you've secured the funding for the training that you want. So what I would encourage you to do is to talk to him, is to say, listen, I got to let you know that I heard what you had to say, that you weren't um, feeling comfortable with us using savings or using household money to invest in more coaching or training for me and my business. I understand that and I respect it. And I want you to know that I've reached out to my mom and she has offered the investment and she's offered to support me. But doing this with her money and without your support still doesn't work for me. I'm wondering if we can get have a conversation that gets us to the same page. 
One of the things I would prepare yourself for is that he's angry and insulted and feels like you went behind his back, that you talked poorly about him to your mom, etc., etc. So you're going to need to have that conversation and you're going to need to be prepared to explain yourself. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean you don't get to talk to your mom, but he gets to have a reaction. He gets to have an opinion to the fact that you found an effective workaround around him. But now that the workaround has been solved and there's no money lost on his end, you can engage in the conversation. What were you worried about? What was the concern? Is it the idea that I wasn't going to make the money back, that I would invest in coaching and I still wouldn't be making a profit on the business? What were your specific concerns? And let me see how can, how can I address them? And then I would address them with your answer and with your plan. The other thing that I would, you know, sort of ask him is get his sense of this. So has he let you do this DIY style because he saw it as like a side hobby of yours that you weren't serious? Because if he doesn't know where you're going, if you haven't included him in your plan and your vision for where you want your business to go next and what you want to be able to do next and what you want to accomplish, then he's, you know, operating from a place where he's not entirely informed. And I would work with him to get him to a place so that he has a clear vision on where you want this thing to be, either just simply this year into next year. You don't have to have a three to five year plan, but he needs to know where you're hoping to take this. And then you need to be able to listen to his fears and concerns about it, because he may be worried that it's going to take away time between the two of you. If the two of you have kids, that it's going to affect the kids, whatever his worries or anxieties are, I want you to listen to them, address them, and respect them. It's the only way you can expect him to do the same for yours, is to say, listen, I want you to see that for the past six months or so, all of the hours I've spent learning what I need to learn, all of the time I've spent, all of the action and the steps I've taken to really make this thing a go. Right now, it's just something that drains my time from us and from our family. I want it to be something that boosts us, that improves us, and improves our family. And I do think that with better coaching, direction, and information, I'm going to be more skilled and more capable of doing that. I understand your fears. Tell me what your non-negotiables are. Tell me what you need to know and what you need to hear from me in order for you to have my back with this because your support is important. And hopefully in the give and take of that exchange, you will learn where his real concern is, where his anxiety is, where his fear is, where his hesitancy is. Um, really come to understand. You may not agree. You may not think that those are things to be anxious or afraid of, but you certainly need to know his perspective. And then the next thing I would talk to him about is to say, listen, this is important to me. This is why it's important to me. This is why I want it so badly. 
If you really don't want it to touch the family's budget, if you really don't want it to affect our bottom line at all, I understand. But if I can't have your support and you can't have my back, I'm worried about our relationship. And I'm worried about what that means if I just don't do this anymore because you can't get behind it or you can't support the way I'm doing it and how I'm running it and the things I'm choosing to invest invest in. Your support is crucial to me. You are important to me. How do we get there? And sit in that hard conversation. So often we just want the moment where we say, this is really important to me. If you don't understand it, you're not supporting me. And we get on our high horse and, you know, off to the races we go. Um, And it, it just, it doesn't happen that way. We have to remember that like we're in a relationship and relationships are a two-way street like we have to give and we have to take and the biggest you know I've done couples counseling um with folks who are entrepreneurs where one or both of them are entrepreneurs and this idea that the entrepreneurs are just simply entitled um it just comes up over and over again I think we puff ourselves up a little bit I think we think of ourselves as better than the rest and we're like that other people simply don't get it but I think if we can put ourselves on equal plane field with the people we love and the people who support us, then we can have these hard conversations. Now, you asked me how I did it with my husband. I have been on both sides of this fence. Um, when I, I, when I came home one day in a temper tantrum, I had um, my brick and mortar business. It was doing really well. <laughs> I just came home and I told my husband, I'm like, I can't do this for one more GD second, like I'm all done, like I'm done, 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 done. And he had immediate buy-in to the idea that I could close my brick and mortar, um, hire a coach and figure out what I was going to do instead. Now the coach part and that investment in the, and hiring a business coach came from the business expenses. So he and I have our own financial arrangement, but the business account has its own separate account. Account when I was a brick and mortar therapist. So um, it came from business expenses. It did not touch our household income. Obviously, it means I didn't bring the money over to the household income, but like for the purpose of the discussion. So it was easier for him to have buy-in because it didn't require his investment. Um, six months into my online journey, it wasn't working. I had the shiny, sexy, sassy website that you see over at choosetohaveitall.com. I had a very different description of who I am, what I do, and how I serve on the site. Um, and I was all dressed up for the party. I had nowhere to go, but I'd already invested like the money I could afford to invest from the business into coaching. And I was right where you were at. So the business had already paid for, my first business had already paid for some, but my second business, it was not making money. And I was at a place where like it was crunch time and I was either going to have to go back to offering therapy services or come up with some kind of plan B. And so when I, you know, approached my husband, I had found a a group training program similar to what you have. I had found through the 9 to 5 coaching community. I learned about their process. I learned about their method. 
and had buy-in to the way that they were getting and generating results. And I just had a really honest conversation with my husband. And I said, listen, like, I am, you know, I am really stuck here. I invested in a business coach. I feel like I, you know, she helped me clearly define what it is I want to do. She's clearly defined, like, you know, and helped me dial in on who I want to help and how I want to serve. I said, but I don't know the way this online business thing works. And I cannot afford her hourly rate and anymore. Her hourly rate was more than I currently charge per hour to work with me. And that's like two years into my online business. I said, there's like, there's too much. I don't know. I'm trying to do this DIY. It's not working. I'm like, I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting my money. And I would really rather not. I found this coaching program that seems to be taking me through the steps I need to take, seems to be filling in the missing blank. And I need, you know, I need your support in this, but I'm also going to need a financial investment from the household because the business can't afford this investment because I haven't made any new money. You know, I haven't made money with it. And I just like as clearly as possible articulated it just as I said. And I was really, really fortunate and very blessed where he was just like, well, it looks like I'm saying happy anniversary because I was like having this conversation with him like two days before our anniversary. He's like, just buy it. Like, do this for yourself. Learn what you need to learn. Figure out the missing pieces and just press play and go and do it. So I had his immediate support both times when I initially wanted to close the business and then the second time when I needed household income to do that. But if we fast forward a couple of years, now my business is at a place currently where it is, it's doing fairly well. It's not doing fairly well consistently. I have like amazing months and then I have scary slow months and then I have amazing months and then I have scary slow months and it needs a consistent, uh, like a consistent marketing plan. Um, I, and it, it might, is the way I'm understanding it right now. I might be wrong in what it needs, but I know that I've, I've sort of I've gone as far as I can on my own. I kind of get this sense that there's a new skill set out there that I might need. I've I've sort of identified it as a marketing issue, but I'm not positive. But in any in any case, it requires a second set of eyes on my business um, because I, I I've looked at it a thousand different ways and I I can't figure out like what I want my next step to be or what it should be or something like that. Right. So in having those conversations, it's crystal clear. That that now is not the time to reinvest in my business because my husband and I have made the choice to really invest in our home. Um, we're in the process of a major remodel um, that's going to require us to move out of our home <laughs> and get an apartment so that we're going to have a mortgage and a rent that we're carrying for the duration of the project. So the idea that right now our personal needs and our goals for ourselves as a couple bump up against my goals for myself and my business. So right now, it's a choice between couples goals and business goals. So in theory, somebody could say, yes, if you invest and get those second set of eyes on your business, if you have somebody else put their two cents and you invest and you do like a business audit or you do something like that, like, yes, it's possible you can invest a pile of money into your business to make more money for your business to make it easier to support a mortgage and rent at the same time as a remodel. So in theory, that's a fair argument, but it's not like it's not a fair discussion. 
Um, does that, and I think that that's the point that we have to understand as entrepreneurs that at some point in time, we have to be okay with not now, later. So I have made a plan and set a purpose and intention to do the best interventions, the best things I know to use my network to get as many ideas as possible to take to get as clear as I can in the driver's seat of my business to make sure that I am choosing every level of control I can without taking more finances from the household budget. If the business needs to reinvest in itself, that's possible, but the business needs to be able to support that. So that idea is because right now my business would interrupt the goals of the family. And for me and my value, family comes first. So how do you have so how do I change the story like oh my husband's holding me back I could be be I could be doing all this I could be doing all that I could join this I could do that because that's not the story it's my choice because I chose my marriage and I chose my relationship and I, I chose him and he chose me. And sometimes that means it has to come first. It means it has a conversation and you have a compromise and you have a plan. And if we're looking at my business in six months and it still feels like there's holes or it still feels like there's missing pieces, perhaps we revisit it. But recognizing that I may not have done everything I can do within the resources I already have and have already accumulated. So part of it is maybe making sure that when we hear a no, we don't create a victim story out of it, that we don't create a, this is happening to me. I am being grounded. I am being held back by my partner. Are people at times held back by their partners? Absolutely. Are partners sometimes afraid of, um, you know, one another's success, afraid that, you know, you're going to go off and fly and they're going to be left behind? Absolutely. Um, but that's also, if we take out entrepreneurship, that's regular everyday marriage. That is like what happens when people's ideas for themselves and goals for themselves have shifted. I can tell you that as a therapist, I've had this conversation so many different ways with couples. It's It happens when someone starts training um, back in, um, in Massachusetts. They had the Pan Mass Challenge, which is like a three-day bike race that that people raise for um, that people do for fundraising and it requires like months and months of training and somebody wanting to do that challenge can interrupt a marriage it can interrupt a marriage when both people are used to kind of drinking a lot on the weekends and eating a lot of junk food but somebody said one of them suddenly decides to start having a healthier lifestyle and exercising more and starts to look better and do better and um, get different kinds of attention or in Never mind entrepreneurship, two, two professionals in a marriage together where one is sort of, you know, step by step climbing the ladder and becoming the breadwinner and the other person isn't and hasn't moved and hasn't changed. Like, this is a dynamic that's a relationship dynamic. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we make it an entrepreneurial problem. We forget that it's a relationship problem. It is not an entrepreneurial problem. It is a marriage problem. And, you know, it reminds me of what I, and I, I've used this quote a couple of times on the show already. Stacy Speaker says, how long are we sitting in uncomfortable silence to avoid a 10-minute hard conversation? That we have to be willing as 
people who are choosing partnerships and people who are choosing businesses to have the hard conversations, to recognize that we don't get an immediate yes. We are not entitled to an immediate yes. That sometimes it takes a while to get both partners on board and we need to suck it up. But in the realm of that, that also means we get to accept help, support, and buy-in from other people. That's why even though I think your husband very well may take your mother's investment in your business as a middle finger to him, I think you get to do it. I think you get to say, listen, you didn't say I couldn't hire a coach. You said you didn't want to pay for it. My mom has invested in this and I, you know, I'm accepting her support. I understand it makes you feel bad. I'm sorry about that, but I really think that this is what we need. And I hope you'll see with the results that I can prove it to you. So the next time I need to make a decision for my business, I get to make it with you and not my mom because I don't want to make it with my mom. I wanted to make it with you. I want to do this for you. I'm doing this for us. And I want you to be able to see and believe that. And if you need a little bit more runway, if you need to, you need to see me fly just a little bit, I'm okay with that. Um, so that's some real talk for entrepreneurs. And I, I know it's not the popular answer. I know it's, it's not the, um, female empowerment answer, but it is the real life relationship answer. You have to get your spouse on board. You have to commit to the time it might take to get your spouse on board. And if you don't, then yes, this is the beginning of really painful division that will affect your relationship in the future. So have the hard conversations. Be prepared that it's not going to get an easy resolution right away, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get your needs met and it doesn't mean he won't get his needs met. But if you get in the rumble, if you have the hard conversations, and do the work, you just might find the, you know, the answer and the ending that works out best for both of you. Thanks so much for reaching out to me and taking a chance on this really personal topic. I hope I haven't pushed you aside with too much real talk and that you have buy into the things I'm saying. Anybody who wants my two cents on your business, please do reach out to me. You can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.